Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 17 17 700. Let's go! Well, how about this for a bit of deadline day drama? And just two nights away from old firm time at Celtic Park, Rangers are poised to complete the loan signing of former Arsenal <laughs> midfielder Aaron Ramsey from Juventus, Barry Ferguson. Yeah, um, if I'm being honest, top quality player. I know he's not played too much at Juventus this season, but listen, if you get an opportunity to sign a player of that quality, you've got to take it. And um, it looks, if Rangers are close to getting that that deal done, um, he's only 31 years of age, um, but I've watched him enough times to know what he's all about. And if Rangers do get this, I think it's a brilliant capture. From what we're hearing, uh, he's having a medical. Uh, he's been having a medical this afternoon with Rangers, still to be confirmed by the club that the deal is done, uh, but very close to it by the sounds of it. Aaron Ramsey, Welsh international midfielder, on loan till the end of the season. That is Rangers' plan, and we'll be across all the news wires in the next couple of hours, and we'll bring that news to you first when it is confirmed that it's actually happened. The Scottish transfer window open till mid. Night. That's an hour beyond what's happening in England. Rangers have also uh, secured right-back cover with the signing of Polish under-21 international Matthias Zukowski. That's a done deal. And the former Rangers and Kilmarnock winger Jordan Jones has completed a loan move to St Mirren. That looks like a useful signing for them. Kyle McAllister has switched from Paisley to Partick Thistle on loan. There is lots happening and you'll find out about it all right here. Also looking back on a weekend of late goals in an already absorbing Premiership title race, Rangers lost a late goal in Dingwall Saturday lunchtime and dropped a couple of points it looked as if Celtic would draw as well at home to Dundee United later that afternoon until a 90th minute winner Simon Donnelly was there Simon your old team can now go <coughs> top with a win on Wednesday yeah incredible scenes at Celtic Park into injury time on Saturday afternoon uh, Rob as you say it looked as if it was going to finish a 0-0 and Celtic did all the attacking but yeah just managed to get over the line in the, the 90th minute so it sets it up nicely for, for Wednesday night We've got a Rangers fan about to join us Barry um, Derek will be with us in, in a couple of ticks but just your thoughts um, about this Aaron Ramsey deal which sounds spectacular um, certainly financially spectacular Rangers by the sense of it are going to pay a fraction but if reports are to be believed he's on £400,000 a week at the moment at Juventus it's a no bad wage. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yeah, look, when it did come out um, early this afternoon, that's the first thought. We all know what he, he earns at Juventus. And it would have been possible for Rangers to even pay a quarter of that, that salary. Um, so obviously Juventus want him out the door and it's an opportunity for 
Ramsey to go and, and play some football because as I said earlier on he's not played too much football this season I think he's actually played more games for Wales um, than, than um, UV. so yeah but look Rangers have obviously worked hard to get this deal in and as I said Rob when, when a player of this quality becomes available you've got to try everything to try and get him in because um, he's a player that I've admired for a long time you just need to look at the clubs he's played at um, obviously Arsenal Juventus <coughs> um, took him on a free transfer hence why he's probably on so much um, salary but for me he's still got a lot of football in his legs and for me Rangers I've got to try and get this deal over the line and I'm sure if it does get over the line the Rangers fans will see a, a proper footballer What are you thinking? Aaron Ramsey to Rangers on the back of Ahmad Diallo who uh, made a scoring debut for Rangers in Dingwall on Saturday but it finished 3-3 there uh, then hours later Celtic 1 Dundee United nil. two points in it at the top of the Premiership. Let's talk to Derek, Rangers fan. Hi, Derek. Uh, good evening, panel. Ro- Rob, that must be about the same wage as you're on, Maurice. You're <laughs> I, I, Derek, I couldn't take the drop, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but uh, what, what are you making of that, that uh, deal, <clears> which we would imagine is going to be confirmed in the next couple of hours? Do you think that could string the title in Rangers' favour? Well, what do you think? Uh, I think it will, yes. I think that's what Rangers have been crying out for in the middle of the park uh, and I, I think it would be a massive signing Barry the title in Rangers favour on the back okay. of, I mean it's, 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 it's an incredible double signing isn't it when you just look back a few days and you, you think about Ahmad Diallo and, and the impact he made uh, albeit in a disappointing Rangers performance at the weekend but uh, the quality he has on loan from Man United well, I, don't think Rangers, I don't think Rangers were poor in Saturday I think it was individual mistakes uh, that they made and I know McGregor's getting the blame but if you look at the first goal Tavernier should have that cross out before it went anywhere near there and, and I think it was Lundstrom we had the ball in the halfway line he gave the ball away yeah stupid pass well let's let's get so reaction yeah you know, let's get reaction to that in a minute and Barry's thoughts on Alan McGregor and all the rest of it all really good points Derek but but just your initial one there I mean does do these signings does this one today do you see that <clears throat> tilting the balance Barry in Rangers favour when you look at the title race now in the two squads well if it gets over the line it will certainly help them as I said he's a, a top quality um, individual top quality player um, and again Rob look He's not played a lot of football. That that would be my only concern. Um, is he going to get up to speed? Um, how long is it going to take him? But again, if a player of Aaron Ramsey's quality becomes available, you've got to you've got to take. It's, I'm, I was going to say a gamble. It's not a gamble because for me, as I said, he's a player of uh, great ability. Um, is it going to help Rangers win the league? If it gets over the line, certainly because you want players uh, of that quality. And, if you look at the midfield area for Rangers, I think that's the strongest point. You've got Kamara, you've got Stevie Davis who's out injured, you've got Aribo for me who's been Rangers' best player this season, Scott Arfield since Gio's come in. Um, before that, it looked <coughs> if he was out the door um, when Stephen Gerrard was here. Um, so they've got a lot of quality in there, but look, you can't, for me, you can't have too much quality. And bringing a player of Ramsey in will certainly help Rangers push for the title. Simon Donnelly, what does this do in your mind <coughs> to the complexion of the of this title race? I think it will give everybody connected with Rangers a, a huge lift. Uh, a player of his calibre coming to the Scottish Premiership. Again, like Fergie 
it's a wee phrase. I mean, you can't have too many good players, you know. And I've I've watched Aaron Ramsey over the years. Arsenal, he was excellent coming through, fantastic player. It's never it's not really happened for him at UV for a great move to UV, but it's not really happened. He's not had a lot of game time of late. But this is a fresh start. It could be a great start for him going into a team at the top of the table, you know, in a title race again. Big games coming up, none more so than the one two days from now. So I think it could be a, a really exciting move for, for Rangers. Was that a disappointing weekend for you? Clearly it was, Derek, with uh, with Rangers drawing and Celtic winning and now it's back to two points of a difference at the top. Uh, uh, I'm not a, a Tavernier or a Goldson fan and I think because both the goals uh, or two of the goals anyway on, on Saturday. Uh, but there'll be points dropped from both sides because uh, I, I, I think uh, both their defences are quite suspect uh, and if Rangers can get out of Parkhead with any sort of points on Wednesday I think they're going to win the league I don't, I don't think either are that, that good to be honest with you Would you settle uh, for a <coughs> Would you settle for a draw Wednesday Derek? No I want to, I, 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 I think I would put, maybe put it to bed once and for all I don't see Rangers dropping in another two games Celtic winning all the games so I would like to beat them and I wouldn't be surprised if if they did turn up and played really well on Wednesday. That game in Dingwall, Barry, was like a collector's item, wasn't it? Because we, we saw two mistakes from Alan McGregor in one game. Yeah, but also, Derek makes a good point. If you look at in-depth, the defending can be better. There's no mm. doubt about it. But the two mistakes for Alan McGregor, it's not like him. Listen, I, I was speaking to you before we come on there. I think I can count in one hand how many mistakes Griggsy's made over the... The years that he's been in goals for, for Rangers, it was just a bad day at the office for him. He's got such high standards, he'll be disappointed, but I, I wouldn't have any problems whatsoever going forward with Alan McGregor. He'll be in goals on Wednesday night and don't be surprised if he has a, a brilliant game. It's very unlike him. <coughs> um, the mistakes, as I said, when you watch back them, they're, they're basic mistakes and as I said, um, Griggsy's got... Uh, he, he demands a lot from himself and he'll be disappointed but look he's a top quality goalkeeper but in amongst that the mistakes I do think the defending could be better Tavernier could maybe close down quicker the, the second goal against him Golston then Bassey makes a mistake mm-hmm. and then the defending at, at the third goal um, right at the death can be better as well um, so it's, I just wouldn't put it on Griegsy I would put it as a team in a whole and if you listen to Gio's interviews He's not happy with the defending, so it's got to be better because that's one thing since Gilles come in, they've got mm. better at. Yeah. became more solid and compact, and that was the first time I've seen since Gilles come in that they've been really slack in defending. But in terms of Griggsy, I, I just think it's been blown up because he's a top class goalkeeper. He's made a couple of mistakes, but listen, that wouldn't worry me whatsoever. For me, he's still Rangers number one. There have been so many. Barry, Simon, Barry, do you think? Do you think that uh, Van Bronckhurst is too defensive? On Saturday when we went two, uh, three two up, I thought he, he fell too deep. He done it against Aberdeen. I was at the Livingston game, and I thought he did the same when we scored. He's if he's trying to put every man back behind the ball and hitting the counter attack. Yeah, I, I, I just think Derek sometimes he's, he's just trying to see the he's just trying to see the game out. That's sometimes what you've got to do. Look, managers have got all different ways of approaching games. If they go like three two up. Some managers will go and try and get that fourth goal. Gio's <coughs> obviously get away, eh, obviously. Keep it tight and try and see the game out. Are you, uh, will you be signing any, anybody for our Barry? No, uh, I, I need to sign. I need to sign. I've been trying. <laughs> I've been trying all day, Derek. 
but the loan window's still yeah. open for another month, so oh, hopefully, we, yeah, hopefully we can get another one or two in. I was going to ask you, Simon. Uh, I, just, I, I, just, I, I a sec, just a sec. Just a sec. Good man, Derek. Cheers, Thanks, Derek. Simon. I was just going to say to you, um, you know, as Barry <clears> said. <throat> Under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, there've been so many clean sheets for Rangers. They've looked much, much more solid, haven't they? But three goals conceded in Dingwall, basic mistakes made, and Celtic clearly will take some encouragement from that, won't they? Of course they will. Uh, I didn't think it'd be an easy game for Rangers going up to Dingwall, but I watched the first bit of the game before I made my way into Celtic Park, and, and the young kid Diallo scored early on, and I thought this could be an easy afternoon for Rangers. By the time I got to Celtic Park, they were they were two one down, so. Very uncharacteristic, uh, as Barry says, Griggs, an experienced campaigner and has, has came up trumps for Rangers so many times over the years, a big, big player for them uh, and I think that's why the mistakes are kind of more highlighted because it's so unusual. But yeah, it's not like Rangers at all and then when Ross County get the, the late equaliser, again I'm at Celtic Park, you can hear the reaction of the fans, mm. it's, this is what a real title race is all about, I mean mm. me and Barry have been through these before. The ups and downs and the, and the roundabouts and the swings it's 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 one of the ones where even at 0-0 in Celtic Park the 60,000 fans know the incentive is there to go and close the gap and, and, and that sometimes gets onto the pitch and it looked as if it was going to be that way at Celtic Park on, on Saturday you know the frustrations were there at times and then the relief and the noise when Celtic get the late goal but I think there's going to be more and more of that as the, as the temperature cranks up to between now and the end of the season is the psychology of it important, Barry, whereby Celtic now know that a win on Wednesday puts them top of the league, whereas before the weekend results, that wasn't the case? I would still think that would have been Celtic's mindset going into the game, that they had to win it. And the same, I would be very surprised if it wasn't Rangers. Now it's cranked up a wee bit, now there's only two points. Now I think Rangers have got to go um, and make sure they come away with at least a point. But for me, you can't go think like that. You've got to go with the mindset as three points, go and attack them. And I think Celtic are going to attack Rangers. And that's why I expect there's going to be goals in this game. Because yeah. both teams know... I think as well, Rangers have had the hold over Celtic mm-hmm. over the last... I think it's 2019 since Celtic won the last time. So it's Rangers have got that wee hold. So it's Again, I've played in times like that as well. It's The more the longer and longer that goes, it plays in your, your head. I think Celtic had it in recent times over, over Rangers. So Celtic, it's a, it's a big one for Celtic Wednesday night if they can get a, a, a win. Will Alan McGregor still have had a happy 40th birthday today? Uh, how 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 much will he be hating what happened on Saturday, Barry? Knowing them, he'll be he'll be angry with himself. He'll be on that training ground um, working even harder. Um, that's just the, the kind of character he is, Rob. He, as I says, he's got high demands and he won't be happy with himself. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind about that. Um, but... Don't worry about his his um, his mentality going into this game. Um, he'll don't, don't and don't be surprised if he pulls off some world he saves. Well, that's what he generally does, yeah, isn't that, it? That's and that's the reason why it's been highlighted. Mm. The two mistakes were very unlike him, um, but it happens. Sometimes sometimes you have a bad day at the office. Griggs did, um, and again, I don't think it will affect his confidence. Because he's like that, he, he, he'll go and he'll work harder, he'll put it to the back of his mind, that's in the past, look forward and he'll be in between the sticks and, and Wednesday night. I get the, I get, I, I can understand his first mistake <clears throat> to a certain extent because probably you would imagine he was he was assuming he was going to catch the ball and he was thinking where do I, I, think I, where do I go next, ahead, yep. where do I go next, but it's the, it's the third, 
it's the it's the it's the late goal that I couldn't quite understand from his point of view. What was he think? Why did he not catch it when the ball was rolling back to him? He's the only guy that could answer that. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, do, you, do you have a theory? Yeah, no, I don't have a theory. I just think he was caught. He was undecided, which is very unlike him. You mentioned the first goal. I think Griggs, he, he's aware of what's happening in the outfield. He knows where if he catches that ball, where that ball's going next. I think that's why the mistake happened. The first goal, second mistake... Um, I just thought it was a, a, a number of things the defenders in his way very scrappy yeah. Yeah. and normally I would see Al McGregor bash his teammate out the way as there's a coming together between the two of them um, so yeah but it was very unlike him um, it was very it was very scrappy yeah. the goal uh, which again has been very unlike Rangers since Gio's come in and it just underlines <clears throat> uh, what you've been saying Simon that this could be this could be nip and tuck all the way now till May. Yeah, this is it's a proper title race. You know, last year where Rangers kind of ran away with it from the turn of the year, there's still the pressure to go and win it, but it's not the same when there's a, a team not breathing down your neck. Now, there's two points between them. It's every week and the games will be staggered. So the likes of the Rangers game at 12.30 and mm. Celtic playing at three o'clock. So Celtic knew the result then. But there'll be other times this season where they'll be putting the first hit thing they'll do when they go in is how did Rangers go on or how did Celtic go on? That that's the way of it. And it's going to be like that, what, fifteen games left? That's it's, it's just, going to get right down to the wire. It will yeah, do. No I mean they get each other to play three times as well. Yeah. Uh, between now and then. So it's going to be like this every week, but this is what everybody wants. This is what I mean, the excitement in the in the atmosphere at Celtic mm. Park was brilliant on Saturday because you knew what was at stake. And the closer it gets to the final whistle, you're thinking, oh, Celtic are going to slip up here. And the, the noise, I mean, I hadn't heard a noise at that, like that at Celtic Park for a, a few seasons, you know, and uh, I think it's only going to get more tense as, it, as, as we close in in the, the final stages. Final thoughts from you, Derek, on Aaron Ramsey and on how it's going to go on Wednesday. Uh, 2-1 Rangers. 2-1 Rangers on Wednesday and just your recap, your thoughts on the prospect of of that deal getting completed for Aaron Ramsey, a Rangers player till the end of the season? I think if they can get him up to speed and fit, he could have the same impact as he had at Rangers. Good man, good to hear from you. Right, see you, bye. Cheers, Derek. Rangers fan, uh, delighted at the prospect of signing Aaron Ramsey. And oh, what does that do? That's a big call. Yeah. Gaza. Mm. What do you he think? make the same impact. Everybody knows what I think about Gaza and I think the fully Scottish football scene what Gaza done when he came up here. He was he was something special. Look, Aaron Ramsey as a top midfielder. Um it's big boots to fill. It certainly is. Um but listen, he's a quality player. Just let's see if it happens. We've still got how many hours left, Rob? Yeah. Seven hours or so left in the window. It's still not done yet, but it'll be interesting to see what happens over the, the course of the next few hours. We're on till seven. And uh, if that Aaron Ramsey deal is concluded, uh, you'll know about it here first. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com. Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you. Let's go! That's your up to date on the travel. We'll keep you up to date with the transfer window as it comes to a close. It doesn't just close, of course, it always slams shut. It's got to uh, slam shut at 11 o'clock in England, uh, an hour later here. And uh, lots and bits of pieces uh, going on, but there's uh, not much doubt about the headline grabber so far. It's not uh, completely a done deal. 
as yet, uh, but it's certainly a happening thing at the moment. Aaron Ramsey is in Glasgow for a medical, uh, looking to join Rangers on loan from Juventus. The Welsh international midfielder, he's 31, uh, has been in talks uh, with Rangers, of course, a couple of days, a couple of nights ahead of that big match at Celtic Park on Wednesday. Uh, uh, he hasn't appeared, Aaron Ramsey, for Juventus since making a subs appearance in the Champions League uh, back in October. Uh, meantime, Rangers have completed a signing today of Matthias Zukowski uh, from Lechia Gdansk uh, for an undisclosed fee. And I think it's for a three and a half year deal. And that is right back cover. Uh, and Barry, he is the Polish under 21 international right back. Uh, he's 20. Um, and clearly uh, Rangers are looking to uh, sign a player here who they can develop uh, and who will be long-term cover for James Tavernier with Nathan Patterson having gone. Yeah, it makes good business sense. Obviously, you've just mentioned um, the name there, Nathan Patterson, getting £11 million from and obviously £5 million add-ons if he plays a certain amount of games to bring this um, young Polish player in. Um, as backup for James Tavernier because the only issue is if James Tavernier gets an injury or a suspension it's normally then Balligan who, who goes into that right back berth and he, he's not a right back so um, good bit of business I, I don't know too much about him Rob I've done a bit of work on him this afternoon to, to get a bit of info and um, he looks if he's he's got good potential and as you say I think it's going to be a work in progress he's going to, he's going to come in and obviously be part of the first team squad and then playing with better players and training every single day, obviously, um, the young boy will improve, hopefully. Just looking at some quotes, Barry, from uh, Ross Wilson, uh, who's obviously been uh, behind that this whole deal. Uh, as part of our transfer strategy, says Ross Wilson, uh, this window we want to recruit a young right fullback who we <coughs> see uh, high potential in to further develop. Matthias absolutely fits the profile, he says, that we're looking for in the market. And we're all looking forward to to working with him. He's a determined character, and and I know how excited he is to come here. So uh, not bad um, if that if uh, Patterson is the model, and Rangers look to do the same again this time with a young Polish player looking to develop them and maybe make uh, get some value on the pitch and then uh, make some profit further down the line yeah it's a it's a good business model that's what they had spoke about at the the AGM um, that they were going to obviously sign uh, sorry sell um, some of their um, high profile players Nathan Patterson was one of them and to get the 11 initial 11 million pound in with 5 million add-ons and then to go and obviously recruit a young 20-year-old fullback with potential for 500,000, I think it's round about, not too sure. Um, yeah. For me, makes good business sense. Um, it's going to take the guy a bit of time to get used to the surroundings um, at Rangers, but it's a good way to, to do things and um, it, it looks to me if this is the way that Rangers are going to go down in the years to come. Going to give Gary uh, with us in just a sec. couple of uh, moves, though, that you should know about if you don't know already. Ozazi Urgide of Celtic uh, has joined uh, Ostend on loan for the rest of the season. He'll be hoping that move works out the same way it did for Jack Hendry. Yeah. Didn't do him any harm. Now he's playing with Club Bruges. Um, let's see what it can do for, for Ozazi Urgide as well. 
Uh, Dundee have signed Zach Rudden on loan. We've spoken about this one before because, of course, the pre-contract was already done, uh, Simon, but uh, they, they've got him now. He trained with Dundee today, I think, uh, and the, he's on loan until the end of the season from Park Thistle, at which point it will be a permanent arrangement. And uh, Thistle have signed Alex Kubiak on loan um, until the end of the season from Dundee so a little bit of a, a swap arrangement there to get that one through and it's all about getting deals done at this stage as we go into the last few hours of the window uh, let's get Gary from the Gorbals on the line Gary how are you? How you doing Rob? How you doing guys? How you all, doing, Gary? All, all well here what are you thinking um, about today's big news on Aaron Ramsey? Um, it's probably if, if it goes over the line which I think it will now um, I think it's as big a deal as as I've seen in Scottish football, I'll be honest with you. Um, I know he's he's no had a glittering career in tr- terms of trophies, but I mean he has obviously won trophies in England and Italy, including Serie A. So um, even at thirty one, I think as as bad as it's starting to show, I think you know he's obviously got a lot more to give, and and he obviously just wants to play football kind of thing. I, I'm wondering if your colleague, um, Big John Hartson, had a had a maybe a word just to kind of. Um, <laughs> Just to just to promote Glasgow and, and Scottish football and in general kind of thing because obviously they're both in fellow countrymen. So I'm wondering if if, if he's had a word in his ear, but um, it's a massive deal for Rangers um, if, if they get it over the line kind of thing. How how would you rate it, Barry? If if it goes through, it's still to be confirmed, obviously, but it, it, it's a happening thing at the moment. If it happens, uh, Aaron Ramsey, former Arsenal midfielder from Juventus on loan to Rangers. How big is this? Who, who, what would you compare this with? It's got to be one of the biggest transfer deals. Mm. Um, no doubt about it, just for the simple fact. As we've spoken about, I mean, Simon spoke about how um, good a player he is, the qualities that he brings, but the clubs that he's played at. Mm. I mean, Arsenal, he won trophies at Arsenal. Um, I know how good he is close up because I've watched him plenty of times and um, obviously you get that move to Juve and as Gary just says there, he's won Serie A um, and Italy so brilliant pedigree uh, and it's got to be up there with one of the biggest transfers in Scottish football We're talking about it Simon at the moment in very matter of fact fashion aren't we but, yeah, but, I, but I guess yeah. if somebody you know if somebody had floated this in your direction this morning before we started hearing the suggestion of it um, it would have sounded like Mission Impossible for Rangers wouldn't it just, just, even just simply because of how much he gets paid Yeah just from where he's coming from Serie A and as you say the salary that he commands you would you would think it'd be way out of the leagues of, of the Scottish Premiership but the deal looks closer and closer as we, we get towards the, the deadline it looks as if it could be happening and as I said the only concern I think you said in the break there that it's October since he last played so mm. that would be a wee bit of a concern but at 31 it's no age at all you know and Nowadays, modern footballers look after themselves. So the guy, he cannot question his ability. Uh, so it's one that really came to my attention when I first heard about it. And I'd imagine it'll be really exciting news for, for anybody connected with Rangers. Rangers fans will be, be buzzing with that one. Gary, when you, when you think about these two signings that Rangers have done in the space of a few days, Diallo uh, on loan from Man United, Ramsey on loan from Juventus, uh, what does that... What does that mean to you? What does that make you think about Wednesday night, for instance, and just about the title race ongoing? Well, that's the thing. Obviously, like I'm, I'm hoping that, that you know they're not going to be successful as a Celtic fan first and foremost. But I think 
um, in terms of what it does for Scottish football, it puts Scottish football kind of back on the map we, when we get signings like this. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, Diallo's a, y- a youngster kind of thing. He's up and coming. Um, big money move to Manchester United and, and he obviously impressed at the weekend. Um, in terms of Ramsey's a bit more experienced than that sort of thing. But um, I just think it gives Rangers that we added boost. I'm wondering actually though, if Rangers hadn't dropped points at the weekend, would they have went out and got Aaron Ramsey today? Or was it always in the pipeline? It could have been in the pipeline. I, I said on Friday that I still thought when the Diallo signing came through that they would try and go for another player now when it came out about Aaron Ramsey, I was um, I was surprised, mm-hmm. but obviously delighted at the same time. Um, so I, I, I'm sure Gio was, was still want to strengthen his squad, but in terms of just for Scottish football, I mean, you look at the three Japanese players that mm-hmm. Celtic have brought in. Maeda looks good. Hatati for me looks a proper midfielder, um, and then you've got Diallo, 19 year old. Um, what did Man United spend on him? Twenty million pound yeah. with twenty million pound mm-hmm. add-ons, mm-hmm. and now Aaron Ramsey. It's brilliant for the Scottish game. This real quality players coming into our game, and listen, as we said, it's great for the title race. It's just going yeah. to go right to the wire for me. Um, but we, we should we should welcome these players in because mm-hmm. the game for a long time there wasn't <coughs> much happening in transfer windows. Now you're seeing some tasty business been done, um, not just for Rangers and Celtic, but from other clubs as well. It is a profile razor, isn't it, Simon? It certainly is. It attracts interest to the, the, the league. I went on record a few weeks ago saying, when I think it was when the Japanese boys were coming in, you don't, coming into the Scottish game, they'll bring something different. So Aaron Ramsey will bring something different to Rangers. So see the young boys at Rangers working with him day in, day out, that will help them as well. You know, with their development, I think these players, if you're bringing real quality into... Premiership, it's only enhancing everything about it. Obviously, we want our young players here to come through. But again, speaking from experience, playing with players that come into your club help your uh, development as well as a player. So I think it only enhances certainly the the profile of the league. You know, with players of that ilk coming in, he's, he's a big. You big make name a great player. point, but Simon makes a great point there. For instance, everybody was talking the last week or ten days about you, uh, young Alex Lowry yep. broke onto the scene. Mm-hmm. Now, people might look Aaron Ramsey, similar type of position, but that'll be brilliant for... To learn off. Yep, He'll be working with him day in, day out. 100% seen a guy who's played at Arsenal, Juventus, top level. Brilliant for a young boy, Lowry, to come in. Um, he's got guys like Stevie Davis there, but for somebody like Aaron Ramsey, um, it'll benefit um, these young boys um, that are coming through the, the systems at, at the clubs. Are you happy, Gary, that there's no action... Uh, today from Celtic in the, in the transfer window their job has been done the three Japanese players uh, were, were on board even before the window had opened um, and Matty O'Reilly would be the other uh, significant signing in the course of January are, are you fairly, are you happy now with the Celtic squad and, and not feeling as if uh, Celtic should be trying to rival Rangers today and uh, get another deal done? No, I mean, I think in terms of if we were to, to try and, and outdo Rangers today, I think the only deal that we could get over the line is possibly Jota um, on a permit mm. from Benfica. That would be the only thing that would really kind of get the, the Celtic fans properly riled up, you know, for Wednesday. But in terms of, I'm I'm very, very happy that we've got the, the, the job done early on in the, in the transfer window. Very unlike us, it's, it's been a bit of a boring day, to be honest. <laughs> um, you know, normally Celtic will come right to the wire. 
with deals. But um, I think the, the players that we've brought in, Ange obviously knows, you know, I, I think we brought in a lot of players in the summer. Um, a few of them's not really made it in terms of Shaw's went on loan to Mullerwell. Nuregidi's mm-hmm. went out on loan today. Hopefully Uregidi comes back um, and, and, you know, gets a, a place in that team next year. But I think in terms of the players that we have brought in, O'Reilly, uh, plus the Japanese boys, I think we've brought in the four of them for under five million, which is tremendous business, I think, for me. I, I was saying to Simon before we come on about Matt, uh, Matt O'Reilly. I yeah. seen him obviously make his debut at Hearts, and, <clears> and he reminded me of, of Tom Rogic, yeah, right. the way he, yeah. he shifted about the pitch. And again, it's great these big names coming in, like say Ramsey, who we're speaking about, but there's also good players out there at lower level, and players like Matt O'Reilly who's come in and, and shown that um, he's got real good quality. What was it, one, one and a half million quid for Yeah, him? but again, yeah. I can see what you're, you're talking about with Rogic there, just the way he receives it. He's obviously left-footed, but similar, but the way he receives it, and I've seen things in the game at the weekend, he's got awareness as well. Should have scored at the weekend, he had a great chance. He's mm-hmm. got a big, lazy run. Yeah, like and, and I, what I really liked, I don't know if you've seen his post-match at Tynecastle, he, was, he looked shell-shocked. Mm-hmm. You know, he came off with cramp, and I think... It's going to take him a wee bit of time just to get up to maybe the speed of the, the intensity up here. Uh, you know, I just like the... It'll the catch or- it, si, it'll catch up. A lot of people will be surprised. Yeah, the, the pace of the game up here. Yep. And then, obviously, it was brilliant well, to he, hear he, other he, players say about the atmosphere. Enough, he was honest enough yep. to, to own up to that. You know, he did. He looked shell-shocked mm-hmm. after time But in terms of the atmosphere, it? he's yep. never experienced an atmosphere like it. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got a lot to give up here, our game. Just when you thought that Wednesday night couldn't get hyped up any more than it has been already, it's probably gone up a notch or two yeah. today, hasn't it? With the uh, with the news about Aaron Ramsey on the back of Ahmad Diallo having been signed by Rangers, and then we're thinking, Gary, uh, about the Celtic team. Of course, how are they going to line up on Wednesday? Uh, Tom Rogic and and uh, Dyson Maeda are going to be on a flight back. Um, if if either is doesn't feature uh, for their country, there's a chance they'll be pitched into the game. Um, I'm We've got a big question mark about Kyogo and maybe more so Callum McGregor. Could Callum McGregor be ready for Wednesday night? Or is, you know, we're, we're not getting medical details out of Celtic at all at the yeah. moment. Uh, so, you know, there are so many question marks about how Celtic, I guess, are going to line up. And of course, now near Bhutan suspended. Yeah, and I think that was, that was a massive blow. I mean, listen, at, at the end of the day, it is a second booking and it is a red card. But I do think there was a foul on Greg Taylor in the build-up. Therefore, the, you know, the play should have stopped. Therefore, be but, 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 should he, but should he have made the challenge if he'd been already yellow no, carded no, and he no, was wearing the captain's armband as well? Yeah, he has he has those kind of rush of blood to, uh, to the head beat on sometimes. He's, you know, he's one of the players that he'll, he'll play wherever the manager tells him to play because he loves playing for the club. But he does have these rush of bloods to the head where he'll just, you know, either the leg will come out or the hand will come out and he'll, you know, he'll make the foul kind of thing. And as I say, <clears> it is a foul. And it is a second booking, but I do think that the referee should have um, blew up for the, the Taylor foul kind of thing, mm. which which would rule the beat on one out. But in terms of, I don't see Rogic and Maeda um, being back in time. I, I think in terms of you know jet lag and, and the fact that they've been playing abroad, I, I don't really see them featuring. Um, I don't see Callum featuring. I'd love to see. I'd love to see him featuring. But I mean, we've done a we've done a. a, a kind of Derby Day podcast last night um, mm-hmm. on my Celtic podcast and had a Rangers fan and a Celtic fan on and it was just brilliant it was, it was banter back and forth and we spoke about the season so far and how the season's going to go and talked about the game and, and that's what I'm saying we're talking about players that's going to, that's going to worry us um, from each side mm-hmm. 
And for, for me, you know, Barry touched on it earlier on. I think Alan McGregor's a player that's going to worry me um, in Wednesday night because I don't think he's going to have as bad a game as he had on Saturday. Does and not has, does not very often, goal. does it? Yeah, he is Goram-esque, especially against us. So, mm. um, as I say, he's a player that worries me, kind of thing. Um, but I, I just think I just think we'll we'll have enough. I think if we turn up on Wednesday, we win the game. Well, I think De- it'll be tight, but I think we'll win the game. So Derek, the Rangers fan earlier on in the show, said 2-1 Rangers. What, what's, what's yours, Gary? I, I think there will be goals in the game. I think it'll be 3-1 Celtic. 3-1 Celtic. Good to hear from you. Cheers, guys. All the best. We got it. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com. Don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi. Available exclusively to the taxi trade. Let's go. I couldn't help but noticing, Barry, your face fell during the traffic and travel there. Was there bad news for you? Yeah, wind. Wind. Uh, <laughs> what, you mean outside or in here? Or? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't Thankfully like outside. Listen, I don't mind um, rain, snow hailstones or whatever wind can't deal with wind it's horrible for football as well isn't it it's a level wasted yeah, but I, I think I, I was saying to Rob before you came in that honestly think there should be a that uh, in terms of if it's a windy day yeah if it's say over 30 mile an hour winds yep. right spoils it yep game cancelled because you were at Broadwood at the weekend and that's like a wind tunnel isn't it yeah it wasn't great um, and I can see why the Aberdeen game was, was cancelled and the Dundee mm. game mm-hmm. uh, cancelled I know it was, it was stronger up north uh, the further north you went up it was a lot stronger but it just ruins the game of football yeah just looking at a couple of other deals going <coughs> on mentioned already that Zach Rudden that, that deal's been accelerated it was always going to happen in the summer Simon uh, from Partick Thistle to Dundee uh, but that's now a loan for the second half of the season could be a good signing um <coughs> For, for Dundee Zach Rudden who's got the, the goals touch he's only 21 as well he's he's going to improve you'd imagine they need something you look at Dundee and St Johnson down at that end of the, the table and the goals they lack goals so if he can bring something that keeps Dundee in the division and lifts them then it'll be a great great move for him uh, but yeah that, those two have really that's why they're at the bottom of the table Rob you know they've struggled to score I think St Johnson tried to bring in that kind of uh, player Sifjian pulls his hamstring in the first couple of games it's imperative that one of those teams can find a, a goal scorer between now and the end of the season and there's talk of uh, Dundee offering a deal maybe just for the rest of the season to, to Lee Griffiths just to extend that that arrangement yeah we're talking about the irony is we're talking about goal scorers that's, mm-hmm. that's what he is you know and I think he's, he's not brought a lot to the table in terms of goals yet but that's the gamble. Do you, do you give him a, a, another chance between now and the end of the season? He might be the guy that gets you I, I six think to ten goals that keeps you up. I think you've got to. I think if you could get it through to him, he's had his cricket, uh, critics. But for me, he's still a top player. He just needs to get um, game it, time. He just needs to get that level of sharpness. And if he gets that, he'll score goals. Yeah. I, I don't care what anybody says. Um, he's only 31 as well, Lee Griffiths. Yeah. Still a lot of football in those legs. Um, and listen, it's one of the ones, if they give him a short-term deal, I know Celtic have paid him up. Say, right, listen, you've got three months. Mm. Go and shows. Um, as long as a Lee Griffiths knuckles down, he gets his cell as sharp as he can, he'll score goals. And if he got in a rhythm 
he could just be the difference, couldn't he, in terms of goals between Dundee staying up and going down. Let's talk to uh, Craig in Cumbernauld about the, well, it would uh, not just be the deal of the day if and when it goes through, Craig, but uh, one of one <clears throat> of the deals in Scottish football history, I guess, you know, it would be it would be up there with some of the most spectacular signings if this one comes through. It's subject to a medical, that's about all there is, between uh, Aaron Ramsey and becoming a Rangers player. How are you feeling about it? Craig? Oh yeah, sorry. I better had a way there. Um, yeah, um, I, I think it's marvellous. I really do. I think uh, it would be the best piece of business certainly that Rangers have done since we came back into the SPL probably in well over a decade. Um Obviously, there are challenges with a player like Ramsey because you still need to make sure you can keep him fit. Um, about all the issues he's had there, but you know, if he's in Glasgow, he's going to undertake a medical. I think we can assume he'll, he'll probably pass it. So um, maybe Van Bronckhorst will need to slightly manage him a bit more, and maybe if it's you know games, for example, on a surface like at Livingston, maybe you know use him sparingly in games like that. Um, there's obviously, you know, those surfaces, they do breed injuries. We saw what happened to, to Jamie Murphy. It ended his Rangers career, basically. Um, so there's that. But, I, you know, I couldn't believe this morning when, when I heard that. I've got to be perfectly honest. At first I thought, nah, there's no way that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the more it's come out, you're thinking, I think you're dealing as well to a player of that quality and it looks like we're going to be paying almost nothing is quite... Astonishing to me, yeah. but I think it shows clearly Juventus was just desperate to get him off the books, and he's happy to come here for <clears throat> for the challenge. And if we can qualify for the Champions League, maybe that's a, a carrot we can dangle to keep him longer term. It's interesting what you're saying there, Craig, because I, I was exactly this when it was first floated this morning. You know, and, and I saw someone suggesting that it might be Gordon Ramsay uh, coming <laughs> coming back to Rangers rather rather than rather than it being Aaron Ramsay, um, and and it's just become a real thing in the course of the day and now it's all, all down to medical um, and it does bring back memories Barry doesn't it of of last minute transfer deals done ahead of an old firm game I mean that, that's happened on both sides of the divide hasn't it so so many times over the years yeah it has happened and I'll be honest that I was similar to yourself and when, when I seen it I just thought it was paper talk I'll be honest with you and then when you see it coming up in Sky and then the, the private jet um, leaves London to come up to Glasgow <clears throat> sorry and, and Ramsey's on it and he's in doing his medical now it becomes a reality and um, as I said you cannot you've got to take this opportunity if a player of that quality comes up and Rangers have obviously done their homework they wouldn't sign him if they didn't think he was he was ready and fit to come in and play you've got to take you've got to take that that, that opportunity to sign him um, my only concern you mentioned earlier on Rob is He's not played since October. Now, um, Sid will tell you, any footballer, it's all about game time. You can train as much as you want, but you can't get up to speed unless you play games of football. So it's going to maybe take him two or three games. Um, but listen, brilliant signing. He's, he's a player of high quality. That, that's the best that I can describe him. He's played at the highest level and he's at an age, he's only 31 years of age. Um, as I said, there's still a lot of football left in their legs. And if Rangers can pull it off, I think it's one of the biggest signings yet in Scottish football. If he comes through the medical, Craig, would you gamble on his fitness in pitching him in on Wednesday night? Um, to be honest with you, I, I probably would, but only because I think we need it. I think you saw 
uh, at the weekend, uh, I think you saw against Livingston, were missing just something in the middle of the park. That maybe that experience edge or whatever you know. I think Stephen Davis is obviously no come back. Um, so we could you know went for the winter break. That's that's a huge huge miss, and I think you can see that even at, at moments against you know County there, the defending was diabolical. Don't get me wrong. Um, <coughs> you, know, you can't score three goals against teams like County and no win. But I think the midfield looked a bit short as well at times um, and I think when you've got somebody in there who's got that bit of experience who's played at higher levels you know like Stephen Davis has like Ramsey obviously has I think it just gives you that that boost and I think psychologically for, for Celtic as well considering who they're going to be missing you know with Beaton not going to be there McGregor not going to be there to see us bring somebody in and even with a lack of game time but to see us bring somebody in that they'll know has the kind of quality Ramsey can possess they, you know they, they, this is a bolt out of the blue as much for them as it is anything else. So mm. um, I think that, that could help. Because Wednesday, for me, the weekend made Wednesday must win for us. You know, it was must not lose before that at four points. Because if you draw it's as you were, it's now must win. You can't, we cannot allow Celtic to go top of the league. Because that's, you know, from where they've been to, to get there, considering we've dropped four points in the last three games, I think pressure then starts to we put a little bit on Van Bronckhorst about why we're not getting results. And while there are those question marks <clears throat> that Craig's talking about in the Celtic midfield, um, Rangers fans will be licking their uh, lips at the prospect, Barry, of Joe Aribo and Aaron Ramsey in the same midfield. Yep, and, and also see a, a, a player of that standard, see when he walks through the dressing room, walks into it and sits down in amongst his teammates. That'll give the players a boost as well. Yeah. And then when you go out and you're on the training field and you're playing with a guy who's such high quality as well, it'll bring the standard a, a way up. So there's there's a lot of pluses in bringing a player to Ramsey. The only negative I can see in it is lack of game time. And this might be an opportunity, Rob, for him to get game time because I don't think he would come here and for him not to be ready. Um, he'll expect himself to get straight into that team and uh, as I said... It's that's where battles games are won and lost for me in the engine room midfield Celtic are missing for me their most important player and I don't care what anybody says that's Callum McGregor um, and if you bring in a, a player of Ramsey's quality and amongst what's already there Kamara Joe Aribo who I said earlier on in the show has been top class for Rangers um, it's got to give everybody a boost connected to Rangers Craig, thanks for your call. And that has been a speedy 60 minutes. Another hour still to come as the transfer window prepares to close. Just a few hours left. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years. And they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai. You name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars. The lot all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, 
where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com Trade only The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre Visit their showroom in Darnley, Glasgow to test drive your new taxi Let's go Just a few hours of the transfer deadline left and signings don't come much bigger than the deal that is about to be done by Rangers all subject to medical uh, that's been going on this afternoon and if he comes through that Aaron Ramsey is a Rangers player just two nights away from Celtic Park. Will he complete the deal? Will he be in that starting lineup? Will he be in the squad for Rangers against Celtic on Wednesday night? The 31 year old Welsh international midfielder uh, will be when the deal is done on loan from Juventus till the end of the season. There is an option to buy for Rangers uh, when that uh, contractual situation is over. Uh, the reckoning is that he's on about £400,000 a week. Uh, Rangers will be paying uh, Barry Ferguson just a, a fraction of that you would imagine yeah listen I, I think I mean first and foremost I don't think Rangers could dream of signing a player of this um, this quality on that sort of money obviously Juve want him out playing somewhere um, and it's a as I said Rob I, I was really surprised when, when I seen it come up today that um, Ramsey was that there was a chance that he could obviously be going to Rangers I thought it was just paper talk, but now it's become the reality. And um, if Rangers get him, I, I think it's a brilliant piece of business. Um, fantastic player, watched him a number of times, um, played at the highest level, loads of plus points. Um, so if Rangers can get this over the line, I think um, I think it will be a top top signing. We've got Barry Ferguson and Simon Donnelly with us and we're going to get the pair of you uh, between now and the end of the show. A little challenge for you. You've maybe done it already. You've written it on the back of a fag packet, Simon Donnelly, possibly. Uh, your Celtic lineup for Wednesday night. And Barry, I'm going to get you uh, to tell us. You'll be able to do it off the top of your head. Anyway, I would imagine uh, what the Rangers uh, team is going to be um, in midweek. Just wondering though, Simon, for now, uh, what you reckon uh, this does to, to the complexion of the old firm match on Wednesday night. The fact that Rangers have, have got Ahmad Diallo in the door on loan from Man United. Um, he's already shown what he can do. Very impressive, uh, despite Rangers failing to get all three points in Dingwall. Uh, and now Aaron Ramsey. What, what, what does it do? I think it, gives, I think it gives the Rangers fans a lift. You know, a, a player of that quality uh, being able to be attracted to the club and, and sign between now and end of the season I think on the disappointment of the dropping a couple of points at the weekend it gives you a lift in terms of the game on Wednesday I don't, it depends on if he plays if he's up to speed to start uh, I think over the period it'll add creativity and the boy Diallo I think they're two really creative players that will add to Rangers attacking prowess you know I, I watched the game just after the break against Aberdeen and they did they, 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 they kind of they struggled without Aribo. As, as Barry says, Aribo's been their most creative, best player this season. And I thought they would struggle and that proved to be the case. Uh, the Livy game, they just got over the line an Arfield goal. So these two guys will bring creativity. In terms of Wednesday night and what it brings to that game, we don't know because we, we don't know what stage the guy's fitness is at. Is he ready to get in for the start? Is he going to be on the bench? But as a club, I think it gives Rangers a lift. Uh, as, as Barry says, in a dressing room and Aaron Ramsey walks in or a player of that quality that will lift the players that are already there 
knowing that somebody of that standard's coming in to play with them. Uh, and I think it will give the fans a lift as well. You know, it's a big name. It's a, it's a guy that's he's did it at the top level. A player that I really liked and he's coming through at Arsenal. You know, his ability to beat people, ability to get on the end of things inside the box, score goals. So I think that will bring a real excitement. But what it brings to Wednesday, we, we, we just don't know. Yeah, I mean, if he can recapture the sort of form he showed when he was at Arsenal, Barry, then he is one top player who's going to shine out in that Rangers team. Without a doubt, without a doubt, and he showed it in flashes at Juve. Mm-hmm. The only problem is he's had a few injuries, which has been highlighted, um, and that's why I don't think it's went according to plan at, at Juve because of some injuries. Um, it's going to be a stringent medical, isn't it? It will be. Look, I've no doubt about it. Rangers will go through um, all sorts of, of medical. Um, Things to do with him. What what's happened in the past? I'm not too sure what his his um, his injuries have been, but I'm sure Rangers will look closer to that. He'll get put um, through a stringent medical, no doubt about it. But if he comes through that, as I said, Rob, brilliant signing, and he's only 31. Still a hell of a lot of football left mm. in him. And if Rangers can get him up to speed, Rangers have won a watch there. Stevie Clark might be a bit distraught um, <laughs> if Rangers do get him up to speed uh, because obviously he'll be a big part of that Wales side that uh, potentially are facing Scotland for a place in the World Cup, Simon. Yeah, I think it was Paul Merson mentioned that on TV earlier on today, you know, that he found it peculiar that a Scottish team were helping. I can't see his logic of thinking there, but I know, uh, yeah, it's going to bring him up to speed. It's a, For the boy personally, it's a great platform to come and play at a huge club like Rangers in the midst of a title race sitting top of the table I don't know is he cup tied for, for Europe can he play in Europe we don't know so big big games there that he's going to be involved in between now and the end of the season exciting games and yeah the, the, the downside from for our point of view as Scots is it will be just honing his skills for the, the, the game possibly against Wales Is he in Barry Ferguson's 11 for Celtic Park Wednesday night? No too soon no I, I need people who are 100% ready so it might be a bit too soon for him. Um, certainly be involved if he, listen, if he signs in the dotted line tonight, um, depending on how training goes, but look, I'll go back to it. No played a game since October. Um, you're going into the, Sid will tell you, old firm games, they're 100 mile an hour and you've got to be up to full speed. In the, squad, got, in the squad, maybe? Yeah, he's got the to be on the squad. He's got to, sorry, be in the squad and he'll, he'll certainly be involved. Uh, I've no doubt about that. Um, but to start... I think it'll be too soon for him. What's your team, Barry? What, what would your team be wins tonight? My team would be uh, Tavernier, Goulston, well, obviously Alan McGregor, Tavernier, Goulston, Barsi, Barisic, midfield three, Kamara, Aribo and Scotty Arfield, Diallo, Kimar Roof through the middle mm-hmm. and Ryan Kent in the left. Roof rather than Eaton? Yes, yes. Now Roof's had a, a bit of game time, obviously been out injured. I think the reason why he's been on the bench the last few games is just to ease him back in. Mm-hmm. Um, now he looks ready um, for me and he's got to start for me with Morelos been out, who's Rangers' number one striker. The next in line for me, if he's 100% fully fit, is Kemar Ruth. So that's been the plan all along, just to <clears> use him carefully, make sure he's ready for this one. And Eaton's had a couple of chances anyway. And, and what, what's he, what has he done for his claims? Um, not enough n- not enough for me um, look he's still got time to show the Rangers manager that he's got a future at the club um, but I think 
That was in the thinking of the Rangers manager. Easing came our roof back in. Um, I think he's a, he brings a lot of quality to the Rangers team. Not only, again, issue with KMR roof, he goes and plays three or four games, Rob, and then he's missing for three or four. He picks up some niggly injuries. Um, so I think part of the plan was tease him back in and hopefully have him 100% ready for um, the old firm game, knowing that Morelos is away in international duty. And in your mind, Barry, any suggestion that Alan McGregor might be dropped on the back of a couple of mistakes at the weekend is pure crazy talk? Absolute no chance. Best goalkeeper in Scotland. So he plays. OK, and the Celtic team, Simon, have I given you enough time yet? No? Still a little bit tricky, uh, Rob. I, well, I, I mean, you know, the, if, you, if you count out Ramsey because he's not ready, the Rangers team, I suppose... Isn't too difficult mm. to pick, probably. There's so many question two, marks. You've been easy on him here. Sorry? You've been easy on him. <laughs> I, was, I was playing for time on his behalf. Yeah, there's one or two question marks. I don't, I mean, like, so Forrest came off at half time. I'm not sure if that was tactical or he was feeling a little bit on his hamstring. I don't know. So I've, I've, I've put this team down. Joe Hart, obviously, in goals. I think Juranovic will come back in. Carter Vickers and Starfield will remain in the centre back positions. I think Taylor. I'll go with O'Reilly and Hitati as the two midfield. The question mark I have would have been beat on, but I think it, it might be McCarthy. Looks as if it could be McCarthy unless Andrew's got something else up his sleeve or one of the boys comes back that we, we think is going to be out. And the front three, I think, will be Jota will start. Abada and Giacomakis, I think. I think that'll be the three. The only other thing I can think of there is if he put Abada through the middle and, and played Forrest for all-out pace. What about you, Barry? What do you think of? Is that the what? What are you thinking of in terms of Celtic team along yeah, those lines? I, I think Sid's right in terms of the, the midfield. Obviously, Beaton would have been playing in the Callum McGregor position. Um, is Callum McGregor going to be back? Who knows? Postacoglu's not said too much. He's keeping his his cards close to his chest, and the only obvious um, answer to that is McCarthy coming in and playing in that anchor role. Uh, for uh, in the midfield, and I think again, that's the way it looks up top. Abada, Jota, um, and Geomarcus. Yep. Did Neil Beaton let Celtic down at the weekend? Um, the previous game, he maybe got away with one. Simon, a hand, a handball well, like, that could yeah. have seen him get a second yellow. He did get second yellow at the weekend. He was wearing the captain's armband, yep. and he's out for <clears> Wednesday night. Yeah, possibly, and I, I know where you're coming from. We discussed it before we, we came on air, and the caller, I can't remember, was it Gary, was yeah, talking about yeah. it. And he, he's quite right, because I think Taylor, initially, it was a free kick, but I can see where you're coming from. Beaton still shouldn't commit that foul on a yellow card, but it does have that in his makeup. I, I like him as a player. He's very composed on the ball, but sometimes... Off the ball, he can do things a wee bit erratic, whether it's a, a handball or we've seen him being sent off trying to win something at Ibrooks, which probably he caught on the wrong side. So yeah, it's, it's a blow for Celtic because you can't afford... It's ironic because it's such a strong part of Celtic's team, the midfield, but it's been depleted of late through injury and guys been away on international duty. None more so than Rogic and, and, and McGregor, you know, two of the mainstays of the, of the midfield this season. So then you're looking at the likes of the experience of Beaton and now it's going to be the experience of McCarthy. You know, and I said that the other day as well, to win titles you have to use your squad. Ange's asked boys to come in and do jobs, particularly after the winter break, and up until now they've gave them answers. It's a big one on Wednesday. Do you think it was clumsy? 
I think with a guy beat on his experience, knowing, albeit it should have been a foul on, on Taylor. Taylor. No doubt about it, but you know what it's like in the game. Sometimes fouls are not given. He should know. I think he should know. Not better. to get in for it, yeah. He was booked only minutes before it as well. You know, he took one for the team. I think Dundee United were breaking and he, he took one. It was a yellow card. Mm. It was only a couple of minutes before. And he gave uh, that one the thumbs up, didn't he? So, so he, he agreed. He acknowledged that, he yeah. agreed that, that, yeah. was, that was yellow. No, I had no complaints over that one. And I, th- I think just after that, yeah, just... Because you're fresh in the ref's mind, didn't you, after yeah. getting the booking two mm. or three minutes before that. I, I think the first booking, sometimes you've got to do that for <clears> the team. They're obviously breaking on them. No doubt about mm. it. You've got to take one for the team. But I, I still... It'll be a miss. It. I think Mc- the likes of McCarthy. McCarthy came, he signed a four-year contract. You know, they've given him a four-year contract and... I used the word sporadic yesterday. He hasn't, he hasn't played a lot of football and he's certainly got the experience of the English Premiership. He's been down there for years. Uh, but for whatever reason, he hasn't played it well. I'll tell you that he's not been able to shift any of the boys in front of him and midfield. For, and for most Celtic fans, I don't think he would be in their first choice midfield, no, would he? No. Nowhere no, near it, probably. No, probably nowhere near it, especially now on the back of Hatati coming in, uh, he looks as if he's going to be in that midfield moving forward. Turnbull, we forget, is out injured. He was playing ahead of him. Rogic and O'Reilly. Ro- uh, yeah, so the competition is fierce when everybody's yeah. fit, but it's an opportunity. It's a game against Rangers on Wednesday night, a top-of-the-table clash. No bigger game. The two of us would love to be playing in it. Yeah. What a chance for him to go and stamp his authority on that position and, and try and make it his own. Final word on Beaton. I mean, just could, should it not have been in the back of his mind that Callum McGregor's out injured, the captain's missing and he's wearing the armband and that actually brings more than your average responsibility? Yeah, I, I, look, I think he knows the responsibility it comes with wearing, wearing the armband, no doubt about it. Um, I think, we, I think uh, things can uh, happen in a game though as well, Rob. You know, seconds and... Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was a rush of blood but it's 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 quite simple saying I well, we should have known that but you know I think if I remember Dundee United boys at the edge of the box he's maybe done it before he even realises he's done it it's, that's me maybe playing mm, but I just think with a guy his experience he should know after just been booked not to get in for it yep but again you're in the heat of the moment you're in the heat of the battle sometimes you're, mm. you just go and go and make a, a challenge when you think to yourself what am I doing there I think that's it's been a rush of blood there's no doubt about it but again Sometimes you should use your experience because I'll be honest with you, he is a good player. Yeah. Beat on. Um, he has a real good midfielder, and you've seen that on Wednesday night. Uh, sorry, was it last Wednesday? Yeah. Against Hearts. I thought he was excellent in the middle of the pitch. He took on the, the responsibility that normally Callum McGregor does. And listen again, you'll be a big miss. You were there, Simon, Celtic Park Saturday. Tell me about the atmosphere from the point at which the Celtic fans found out that Rangers had dropped points to that, to that late equaliser yeah. and then, you know, cutting to the end of the game yeah. um, and, it, and what looked like it was going to be a goalless draw, suddenly Celtic found a winner. It was back like the, the title races that I remember. Uh, being involved in a few and, 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 and watching a few over the years. I arrived at Celtic Park, Rangers were 2-1 two, one, uh, two, one down. They turned it round to 3-2. I'd kind of... I just your reception isn't great in at Celtic Park on what day so I just thought the game was finished and then I could hear the kind of cheers from outside and you kind of put one and one together so you know immediately that Rangers have slipped up and that feeds into the ground and it feeds to the players as well I know players will focus on the game and whatever but they'll know the situation before they go on but then the game starts and Celtic 
do reasonably well. They put Dundee United under a lot of pressure. Dundee United defended really well. A lot of crosses came into the box. Keeper made a couple of good saves. Longer the game goes, you'll know yourself, Fergie, an hour in, any misplaced passes, frustrations are boiling over for the for the terraces. And it just gets intense and more intense as it goes. And it gets that late in the game that you think Celtic are going to slip up on the back of Rangers, slipping up and just getting the getting the score over the line, getting the goal at the last minute. As I say, I haven't heard Celtic part like that for a couple of seasons. Uh, and it just builds the excitement. It, it, it builds it nicely into Wednesday night. Uh, there'll be 60,000 there. It'll be incredible. But the, the only thing is, obviously, and Barry will say himself, it should be, the, the Rangers fans yeah. should be behind that goal like Celtic at Ibrox. That, that makes it for me, that game. Uh, but there'll be 60,000 green and white there on Wednesday night and the atmosphere will be electric so it's, I'm looking forward to it I, I, I don't care what anybody says see when your rivals are, are playing before you half twelve I would have been desperate to know the result yeah. I'm the one who oh, I don't want to know no listen players because if it goes your way you're, you're, you're bouncing onto that pitch yeah. aren't you, you if I know, you know they've dropped, slipped up yeah if they've dropped a couple of points right you know what's in front of you you need to go and win and again even if they won you've still got that mindset so I don't care about any players that will happen again this season there's 15 games that will happen again you know it'll swing yeah. again yeah. but again another thing Sid makes a great point old firm games just with their own fans don't like it I don't like no. it I, I think if you ask any ex-player or current player if you're playing at Ibrox or Celtic Park if I'm playing at Ibrox I'm going out and I'm seeing the three stands red, white and blue and then you're looking at your rivals right behind the goal 8,000 or so that's what old firm games are all about and then the same at Celtic Park you go out and it's all green and white 52,000 and then you've got your own 8,000 fans up in the corner that that makes the atmosphere that makes the games and I don't like it when it's just only home fans um, at the games If you can't get excited about this one you ain't got no. a pulse it is only Best two game. nights away a Best massive game in the world I don't care what anybody nights. says In fact less than 50 hours away Celtic against Rangers Wednesday night the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Visit their showroom in Darnley, Glasgow to test drive your new taxi. Let's go! The Transfer Window Go Radio Football Show, which is quite a mouthful, must be an abbreviation for that, I would have thought. Uh, the window closes at midnight here. It's an hour earlier <coughs> in England, just in case there are some uh, cross-border deals to be done. And there are one or two things going on at the moment that we will bring to your attention uh, very shortly. Uh, Dundee United, for instance have uh, signed Tim Akinola from Arsenal Reserves. I think he moved to Arsenal from Huddersfield. He's 20. And uh, sometimes these deals are difficult to get your head around at the time, Barry, aren't they? Because um, just because he's from Arsenal doesn't mean he's going to be a sensation. But then sometimes you do get a youngster. Um, I'm thinking about Harry Clark, for instance, the the impact he made at Ross County. I think he was he was on loan from Arsenal, wasn't he? He did really well. Now he's ended up at Hibs. Yeah, I think a lot of the the Premier League clubs down in England and even the Championship clubs will look at sending their young players up to Scotland because it's a good grounding. It's a difficult league to play in, Rob. Mm. Um, it's tough. A lot of people think it's easy, but it's not. Um, I can speak from my own personal point of view because i played in it long enough and I'm sure Sid will be the same. So I think it's a good grounding and I think they trust the clubs up here as well. Um, so I'm, I'm not surprised that quite a lot of them down south send them up here to Scotland because um, it can be the making of them. 
Some of these deals um, can make or break the season, can't they? If, you know, if this is a good signing <clears> for Dundee United, it could just get them going in the the right direction. Did well at Celtic Park at the weekend, uh, but they have been on a on a slide for a while. The Tannadice team having started the season so well. Uh, St Johnston, um, Simon have have signed uh, striker Theo Bear from Vancouver White White Caps, a, a striker. Uh, it's a deal until the summer of 2024. Um, and it's another, yeah, another signing for Callum Davidson. Yeah. That, that you know, obviously, uh, Chief Chi, who he did sign, is now injured and out for yeah, a while. Just, and, I mean, uh, who who would be a who would be a football manager? I'm looking at one across the, the desk from me here. But uh, yeah, two Scottish Cup wins. He's now at the bottom of the table. He brings in a signing, and we sp- I spoke with Paul in the studio with him. I know Sifji very well from our time at Dundee United. I thought he would do a job there, and I, I, I watched the game. I think it was three minutes in against Dundee last week he's burst through and his yeah. hamstrings popped and you're thinking how unlucky I, I jo- watched him against Hearts and he looked if he's he looked fit he looked, he looked trim yep, he, he looked trim because I'm not, I'm not he was always liable even when he was younger he was always liable I was always on him keep your keep yourself fit keep your weight mm-hmm. down not that he, he carried a lot but he was a big lad mm-hmm. and when I, I seen the picture of him when he came back to St John's I thought mm-hmm. you look trim you look ready for this and then he, he, he does his hamstring so I'm not surprised Callum's went straight back into the transfer market to get a striker because we touched on earlier in the show that they hardly score goals mm. and, and they desperately need to find something. Because well, one thing about the St. Johnson board, their owner, they've backed him in this, this yeah. window. Yeah. He's made a lot of signings, yeah. Callum. Yeah. Um, obviously, he thinks he needs it. And you would have faith in him, wouldn't you? Yeah, listen, yeah. you don't become a bad manager overnight. Listen, the, the success they had last year was... Um, I mean, if you say to me at the start of the season they would be double cup winners, I think you were crazy. Um, but they deserve to win the Cups. Um, but he's gone through a horrendous time. But I still think he's a good manager, Callum. Um, and the St. Johnson board have backed him. Certainly in the transfer market, he's made a number of signings. And it just takes that one result. Look, they got a draw against Dundee, albeit it wasn't the best of games. Um, they just need to pick up a scrappy 1-0 yeah. and then that will kickstart them. We're hearing, um, there are reports uh, suggesting that the medical has been passed. Uh, we don't have official confirmation of that yet. Uh, Aaron Ramsey uh, moving on loan from Juventus to Rangers for the rest of the season. If the medical is passed, then that deal is done with the option to buy at the end of the season. And what an impact he could make in an already fascinating title race. The other news barrier that's reaching us at the moment is that Hearts have rejected a fresh bid from Rangers for you-know-who John Suter. Yeah, and listen, I think this will be ongoing until midnight tonight. Four and a half hours yep. left. <laughs> yes, no doubt Brinksmanship. about it. <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, I think Rangers will try their best to try and get him in. Because um, I think John Suter, he deserves a smooth. I think Hearts have been brilliant with him. Let's not forget mm. that. They've looked after him, got him in the right rehab. But to come back for the two horrend- horrendous injuries he's had... He's been immense every time I've watched Hearts. He stood out like a sore thumb. Um, he's now a fully fledged international player. So for me, it'd be real good if Rangers could try and get him in. I know Hearts are holding out um, for, I think it's 500,000. Rangers mm-hmm. are bid 300,000. So surely they can come in between. I think on, on the day Rangers are, are about to sign on loan a guy who's earning £400,000 a week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it would seem like petty cash, wouldn't it? I know. It, it does seem like petty cash, but listen, it's one of these ones, that's the, way they, yeah, that's the way the transfer window goes. But I'll be, I'm pretty confident that'll go through 
by the end of the night. And you would imagine Hearts would be delighted to get that deal done as well, wouldn't you? Because, I mean, already uh, we've had Hearts fans <clears throat> booing John Souter. Yeah. And that's not going to get any better, you'd imagine, in the second half of the season no. uh, when, when, the, Hearts, when the, the, the fans know that he's Rangers bound in the summer. Yeah, I think I think for the own, the boys' own mentality, I think it'd be fair to to let them go now if the two clubs can agree a, a, a figure. I think he acquitted himself really well against Celtic last week. I, I said last week when we were on the the show with Paul that uh, again, like Alan McGregor mentality to John Souter's not a problem. You know whether he's a Hearts and and he's getting booed, he'll, he'll still perform. He'll still do his job. But again, just for his own state of mind, it's not nice. You know, I think. With your, your family at the game and you're getting a lot of stick, you know, just purely because of the move is imminent. So it'd be it'd probably be easier for everybody just now. And I think we're looking at it four hours twenty seven. I think it'll be a Rangers player by midnight. The I mean the I guess the the sort of the view a lot of people's view on this is that John Souter would effectively be replacing Connor Goldson, uh, who could be on his way out because he hasn't signed a new, an extension to his deal at Rangers. What did you make of him kissing the badge when he scored uh, in Dingwall at the weekend? What did that mean? Uh, well, Barry? first and foremost, I'm not a big fan of people <laughs> kissing the badge. Um, listen, you, how much you want to show the fans is how you perform on the pitch. Um, for me, I hope they come to an agreement because I like Conor Golson. I think he's a really good centre half. I see the clubs that are interested in him, West Brom and Nottingham Forest. All due respect, Rangers is miles bigger and better than that. But also on the flip side of that, I understand he's 29, coming on 30. This is probably going to be his last big contract. And it's just the way the world is just now. Championship down in England can outpay even Rangers and Celtic um, up here. So it's going to come down to, does he want to go and, and get a big deal or does he want to try and go and win win trophies? That's something that you'll need to think long and hard about. But I hope that they can come to an agreement. Even with John Souter signing, I would like to still see Conor Golson stay. Because I think he's a big player for Rangers. And I think he's one of the leaders in the dressing room. You can see that on the pitch. Um, he's a he's like a captain. Um, you see when Tavernier's not playing, he takes the armband. So I would like to see Rangers... Um, try and keep him I know fans are pretty split because he's not committed yet but look, listen sometimes these contract negotiations take time and I hope they can come to uh, some sort of agreement and with John Souter come in I don't think it'll affect it We got a bit of a shock a couple of Fridays ago when we were going through the Rangers lineup uh, against Sterling Albion and we saw the name Barker on it and we thought who's that uh, we'd forgotten that he was still at Rangers Brandon Barker but he's not anymore because uh, a deal has been done uh, by mutual consent that the two are parting company. Uh, Brandon Barker uh, is leaving Rangers. And I think there's been uh, a whisper today that Hibbs could be a uh, destination for him. Of course, he had a, he had a loan spell there yep. previously, didn't he? So he might he might go back to Hibbs and, yeah, and maybe kickstart his, his career. Yeah, just again, it's one of those ones where he needs game time you know as you said surprised to see his name back in the, the, the lineup a couple of games ago for Rangers he hasn't played he hasn't featured so it maybe be a, a logical one you know losing Martin Boyle Barker is a similar type of player uh, might be one that would fill a wee gap for, for Hibs from 
between now and the, the end of the season. We haven't had too much time to reflect on the show about the weekend results, really, because there's been so much going on with the transfer window. And, of course, the headline <coughs> news is that Rangers are on the point of completing the signing of Aaron Ramsey on loan from Juventus. And if that happens uh, in the next 25 minutes, uh, you will find out about it uh, here First, but at the weekend, of course, it was that 3 all draw. Matty Wright uh, scoring his first goal for Ross County in the 96th minute in Dingwall. The young lad from Stornoway off the bench to to score and to deny Rangers all three points. This was the manager's reaction. Well, of course, a very uh, disappointing result for us. Good start of the game, really quick goal, gifting two goals and uh, made it really difficult for us. The reaction we had in the second half was good to create more chances, more dynamic. I think we were we were in the game. That's why we uh, scored the, 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 the equaliser in the 3-2. So overall, very disappointing because I think we lost two points here. We uh, we needed to get the, the, the three points. I think we had it in the back, but. As in football, you have to be sharp until the the last whistle goes, and you know I think especially the goals we give away today uh, cost us uh, two points. Was that just a freakish game and a freakish result for Rangers, Barry? Do you think? Do you, would you be against reading too much into it? No, but you, you can hear by the Tony Gio's voice he, he's not happy with the the defending. It's clear that um, that's one of the things that he wanted to he work on and tighten up when he took the job um, but I wouldn't look too much into it look it's one of the so I'll tell you you get games like that where you're not quite on it um, but the most important thing is when you have a game like that the next game is you've got to be and there's no bigger game coming on Wednesday night going to your fiercest rivals in, in Celtic so I wouldn't look too much into it look I'm sure they would have um, went through the game they would have spoke about it um, and I'm sure it won't happen again this was Ange Postacoglu on the back of that 90th minute winner for Lee Labada, Celtic against Dundee United. It finished 1-0. It wasn't our best tonight, especially in the first half. I just thought we really uh, you know, lacked the energy and intensity we needed to. And you know, Having said that, we still created chances. And even in the second half, we probably you know, had enough chances to win the game. But you know, as the game goes on, you kind of know there'll, there'll be anxiety there. And... You know, these players uh, just refuse to give in. You know, they find a way to, to win games of football when, when we need it. They, and they found a way again tonight. And, you know, I thought uh, from that point of view, it was outstanding. It is what champions are made of, isn't it, Simon Donnelly? When you look back over the years, title-winning teams, they've just had that mm. ability, even when things aren't going according to plan, to dig out a win. Yeah, and Celtic's last two games have been like that. You know, Tynecastle last Wednesday... For an hour they look comfortable and then almost hanging on in the end a penalty and inside the post along the line they come away with the three points and then at the weekend there as Ange says they weren't at their brilliant best but at the same time there was only going to be one team that scored in the game Joe Hart never really had a lot to do uh, but Dundee United looked as if they were going to defend it and see it out for a nil-nil in the 90th minute there's nothing better no better feeling in football getting a goal uh, at the death and I think that's about his 12th goal this season which, which is, is incredible. A, a great return for a lad who's just he's just turned 20 he's not regarded he's, he plays wide right you know he's, he can play through the middle and that's where late in that game what I like about Ange Gamble they played him and, and the young lad Doak they put him further forward when they were down to 10 men mm. and you know reaped the rewards for going for it uh, Jota has been a big player in the last two games so I'd expect him to start 
on Wednesday night but the impact that lad's had I mean mm. the first hour at Tencastle and then when he came on at the crosses that he was putting in he puts the cross in for the goal he had a couple of other ones I think O'Reilly had a header and uh, Seagrass had a great save from it but he, he looks a real a real talent making the impact all the time like creating chances all the time uh, he's going to be an important player for Celtic for the next that, 15 games that Hearts game I thought he was unplayable the first 45 minutes yeah he, he was an absolute um, fire, mm. and obviously he's managing him because he took him out, uh, took him off, didn't he? After about took him off after an hour, and yep. Hearts just scored just after he was taken off, and then you see how the game went after that. You know, Celtic were running on fumes a wee bit, and Hearts finished the game stronger. But as you say, Rob, these are the games that they'll look back and say, "Well, we walked away with three points here. We walked away with three. We've closed the gap to two it sits, it sits up he's, nicely for Wednesday. He's been a big fine for Celtic. Hasn't he just? Yeah, he's been a big fine. Um, I, I said earlier on in the season, um, look, everybody was was going crazy about him because his first month he made a massive impact mm. and it's about consistency but he's bringing, his levels are so high and he's, he's a danger every time he gets the ball. You yeah. don't know if he's going to get inside or outside. He's He works really well with both feet. He can take the ball, he's comfy and he's got pace um, and I've seen him close up when he played against us he come on um, and you can see <clears> he's got top quality and, and see for the price six, what is it six million six and a half million pound it's not a lot of money mm. if you think about it for a guy that quality because I think if he if he does sign in a permanent deal for Celtic he's one of the ones where I, I think he would struggle if he continued to keep him the levels I think they would struggle to keep him because then you would be looking at double that, treble that yeah. kind of money for him. Yeah, he's only going to get better, isn't he? But, I mean, just back to Abada for a moment and the trajectory he's on, 12 goals already. He was 19 when he signed Barry. Mm, yeah. uh, three and a half million, I think it was. Uh, he's 20 now. He's a winger who scored 12 goals. If he stays injury-free, he could be 20 goals a season, which would be incredible from a guy that actually doesn't play through the middle. Yeah, it's a brilliant return. Sid just says there, 12 goals. And, and for a, a young boy at 19 coming across, moving away... Um, initially again he started in fire and he had a wee dip but he's starting to come yep. back again so that shows you what type of character he is and I, again I seen him close up and I was saying to Sid about it he's very direct a lot of wingers now are these tricky ones that want to come inside but he's wanting to go on the outside and, and deliver crosses so again he's been another really good find and as Sid just mentioned there he's only just turned 20 I mean he's still there's a lot of a lot more to come out of Abada, but for a wide player to return 12 goals at this stage in the season is a great return for Celtic. How big a factor is he going to be come Wednesday night? Two nights away and uh, all sorts of question marks about how the two teams will line up and there are two points between them at the top of the Premiership. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! Yeah, and we've been going uh, pretty quickly over the last... Uh, hour and a half hour and three quarters as the transfer window comes to a close uh, tonight midnight it shuts in Scotland uh, and lots lots going on no doubt about the, the big headline uh, overnight and into tomorrow still waiting to hear uh, formally whether uh, that uh, medical has been passed by Aaron Ramsey and the Welsh midfielder will be a Rangers player on loan from Juventus for the rest of the season. The former Arsenal player, of course, uh, top drawer. If he can wreak 
capture that sort of form. Uh, Rangers have had a bid uh, to get John Souter. That deal done right now. That's been knocked back by Hearts. Um, and one would imagine that will go back and forth in the course of the next few hours. And it will suit both of them uh, to have uh, John Souter move to Rangers for the second half of the season. Brandon Barker's uh, contract has been cancelled as a Rangers player. Uh, there's talk of a move to Hibs uh, we mentioned Barry earlier on in the show Jordan Jones uh, on loan from Wigan uh, former Rangers and Kilmarnock player of course uh, on loan to St Mirren for the rest of the season that could be good business yep I think it's really good business uh, for uh, Jim at St Mirren um, Jordan Jones for me um, has not hit the potential I think there's a lot in him no doubt about it he's moved down to Wigan it's no work for him the last six months so I think it's a, a good bit of business by St Mern. Um it'll be interesting to see how Jordan Jones um, does he's certainly a match winner Rob if you, again he's another one if you get him up to speed um, he could really kick start St Mern's season I know they've, they've, um, they've been on the up the last couple of weeks some great results and he's adding real quality now and Jordan Jones certainly comes into that category and there's a cluster of clubs, Simon, vying uh, for those. I mean, Hearts have got a good stronghold on third place at the moment and they, and they might take a bit of catching even at this early stage. But below that, in terms of another European qualification spot, quite a few clubs in the frame for that. And a signing like that, Jordan Jones, it might just put St <coughs> Mirren back in that picture. Yeah, that's a guy that's been over the course up here as well. He doesn't really need to be introduced to the league. He's been here and, and played in it, so he knows uh, what's necessary. And as Fergie says, St Myrna are on the up, a great result against Aberdeen the other night. And they're not a million miles away from that, that top six. I don't have the, the league in front of me here, but uh, Dundee United, another defeat at the weekend. So St Myrna, I think, will have games in hand there. And quite rightly, as you say, I think Hearts will probably have cemented that third place, but the rest of it's up for grabs. Magically, the league table has appeared, appeared in front of me. Uh, 25 points, St Mirren. Uh, after from 22 games so they are three points behind both Aberdeen and Dundee United are on yeah, 28 so, so that's, that's how tight a, it is a good weekend. obviously they missed out due to the weather but mm. the likes of Hibs and Dundee United above them lost so mm. St Mern yeah with the, the likes of Jones coming in they could be looking up the way rather than down the way it's going to be interesting for Aberdeen in the next few hours Barry uh, Ryan Hedges has gone to Blackburn uh, it doesn't look as if the Calvin Ramsey Calvin Ramsey is going to move in this window unless something happens very late on. There's been talk, of, of course, of Bologna. Also, more recently, about Leeds United maybe having a, a five million bid up their sleeve, which, which might well do the deal. But nothing happening at the moment. But there is mention of Adam Montgomery for Aberdeen on loan from Celtic. Yep. Yeah, if I th thought Aberdeen were going to sign somebody, it would have been a forward. I think they're, mm -hmm. they're very light up top. Um, in terms of Ramsey... He's a player, we were speaking before we come on air, he's, he's a player that really impressed me, I've got to be honest with you. Um, and it's very good money that you were talking for, five million pounds. How would you value him? You know, if you, yeah, if he's you definitely put, if in that bracket. Him, if you put him in the Nathan Patterson frame, where, where would he come in value? Yeah, he's definitely round about that mark, no doubt about it, five million pounds. Um, I think he's he's got everything needed to be a, a top right back. Um, the only thing you can maybe question against him is he's defending, but he's still young. He'll learn that as he gets older. Um, but in terms of Aberdeen, I'm surprised he didn't go in and try and get another centre-forward. Ryan Hedges looked good bit of business for me. Out of contract in the summer, you get a couple of hundred grand from him. You take that because he wasn't going to sign an extension. Um, and Montgomery, 
not had a lot of game time over the, the course for Celtic um, so again he's a player with potential I don't think he's going to break into the Celtic team um, so I can see the thoughts in Aberdeen want to bring him up where does he play where's his best position I'm not too sure is he a left back is he a wide well, player if he was playing I think he played on the left hand side of defence for Celtic he certainly was a, as a youngster he was mm-hmm. well he is a youngster but in his early days at Celtic he played as a left winger mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know if that was just kind of through default he kind of fell into that left back area because it, there was nobody else to play there and I certainly liked I think it was one of the European games uh, at the start of the season mm-hmm. with Celtic where we backs to the wall and I thought the lad really handled himself very well yep. in, in the situation. I think he was thrown on for somebody early in the game. So I think there's a player in there with him but as Barry says, is he going to break in at Celtic just now? I would say no. Uh, and for development, once you've had that wee taste of first-team football, for you to continue your development, you really need to be at that level. There's no use getting back into the B team or, or, or sitting on the bench if you've had that wee taste to progress it might be a good move to, to get out there and, and get game time yeah and I think he is quite adaptable left back and a four left wing back and he has played further forward as you say yeah. in some of the games earlier in the season he's when, Celtic, when Celtic were yeah, a bit he's short he's got a great left foot yeah. he's got a great delivery so uh, could be good uh, for Aberdeen and uh, plenty of time I guess in the next few hours for them still to bring in a, a striker you'd imagine they need to well, uh, the, strengthen in that department the only concern Glass would have Ramirez gets injured mm-hmm. Who's the next one? Well, exactly. Watkins is an out-and-out centre-forward. Yeah. Jets barely played in recent yep. times. He's been in and out the team. As you mentioned there, Rob, he's, he's, he's not really played a massive part this season. So if they get an injury up top, they, they would be light. So I know they signed the boy for the Dutch club. Didn't he? He's a, more of a wide player. Yeah. Um, so they're a bit light up top and that's why I'm surprised that they've not maybe brought a centre-forward in. We spoke about uh, St Johnston, who've been busy as you'd expect in the transfer window. Um, uh, you just hope for their for their sake that it's not scattergun, uh, and actually one or two of these signings really work for them uh, because they need to get off the bottom of the Premiership pronto. Uh, the other club that, that's been doing a lot of business, I guess, uh, since he first moved in, Sean Maloney at Hibs, Simon, uh, quite a few signings. He's uh, they've signed another player from Bodo Glimt today. Mm-hmm. Um, Celtic's opponents in Europe, of yep. course, upcoming. Uh, young player, I think they've signed two from Bodo Glimp now. One's 19, one's 20. I think both forward players. Uh, you know, who knows whether they're going to make an immediate impact. I don't think they've played much first-team football. Yep. So maybe they're projects, Future. if you, if you yep. want to use that, that phrase. But Hibs, what have you thought of Hibs and, and what Sean Maloney's done since moving in there? I think the, the result of the weekend's a bit of a blow for them. Uh, Especially, I think they were 2-1 up in that game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to come back and, and, and allow Livingston to to get the full points. I, I watched them against Celtic the, four, the week before. Uh, they did okay. They did a lot of possession, but they, I didn't feel as if they were going a hell of a lot with it. I think Nisbet had a chance in the first few minutes of the game. I think that was the real turning point, albeit it was early in the game, because I think Celtic went straight up the park and Maeda scored and then they had their tails up. But, yeah, you talk about the top six, they, they have to be in that, Hibs. I mean, they have to be top four, really, and, and challenging hearts. Their fans will want them challenging for that third place. So, Sean's got his work cut out, you know, and I think that result of the weekend is a bit of a blow. I'm not sure who they've got next coming up. But, yeah, these guys that are coming in, I think the big one for Hibs is Boyle, losing Boyle. Mm-hmm. 
they'll be they'll struggle to replace him. He is for them their top man, a big threat going forward, pace the burn, and I think they'll 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 find it hard to replace him, especially at this time of the year where you know it's harder to to get players in. Talking of bad results at the weekend, uh, Ross County three, Rangers three. This was Joe Rebo afterwards. Very disappointed. We lost focus a few times and we gifted them three goals and you can't do that away from home. So yeah. we gave it our all. Uh, we were two and down at half time and we knew we had to give ourselves a reaction and that's what we did going in um, three two up. So to concede so late on and it being another mistake is bitterly disappointing. Yeah, he was disappointed. Everyone uh, in blue was disappointed. Um, but he, I thought he was outstanding. I, I don't think I saw Joe Arriba doing too much wrong in the game, to be honest. And it's great for Rangers to have him back. And there's all sorts of excitement, of course, um, with uh, Diallo scoring on his debut, Barry, and now Aaron Ramsey waiting in the wings. Yeah, in terms of Joe Arriba, he's always been a good player. But this season... He's been up a notch or two, no doubt about it. I said earlier on in the show, he's been Rangers' best player. I think he's got everything a modern midfielder needs. He's strong, he can handle the ball, he can pass, he can dribble. And he's done the hardest thing now. He's added goals to his game. Um, so he's another one. I don't, I'm not too sure, Rob. You might correct me here. I think he's out of contract next summer. I think so. He's one that Rangers really need to get tied up quickly as possible because um, a lot of clubs will be watching him he's got everything he's got everything in the locker I just I really enjoy watching him play he can play holding midfielder but I like when he's pushed further forward see when he can go and get beyond the centre forward and um, get in that box late and, and score goals I just really enjoy watching him play and for me he's been the outstanding Rangers player this season Barry, thank you. And Simon, thanks a lot as well. Um, on the day, the Rangers are on the brink of pulling off a massive signing. Aaron Ramsey on loan from Juventus. The deal almost done. We're back tomorrow night. Uh, once the dust has settled on the transfer window, uh, Paul is here with John Hartson and Kenny Miller live at five. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com. Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you. Let's go! Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.